Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Tonight, it's baseball night in San Diego as the Padres continue their series here at Petco against the Rockies. And our host, Mike Janelle, is here to talk some baseball and show some respect to his co-hosts. Don't tell me this is a, a respect thing. It it's was 100% a 100% respect. No. You we, were over there. Right. Forgetting well, like that, that, that Randy Jones is a Cy Young winner? You forgot I mean, that. I mean, you're here for a, like, a month and a half and you forget that. Speaking of the Cy Young Award winner, Randy Jones is in studio too, showing an equal amount of respect for his host, Mike Janella. Randy's exact words <laughs> were, he looks like a penguin. <laughs> and rounding out the crew, it's Chris Ello, who will also be showing the proper amount of respect for Randy. He's a lot bigger than I am, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to get on his bad side. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company, Building. It's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Cy Young Award winner Randy Jones, and Chris Ello. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Padre Social Hour. How much did you slip, Pete, to slip That's in nice. that Cy Young Award winner there? <laughs> I love that. That's, That's like that. Academy Award winner. It just I, follows you forever. That's perfect, yeah. Uh, 20 bucks, 100 bucks. It's only been 40 years. Come on. You don't have to slip anything. He, just it's ask his a favor. It's his you name, know. man. He's got it. I like that. Can't That's take smooth. that away. Can't Welcome take that here away. into the AMR studios yeah. with Chris and Randy. I'm I mean, Mike. If, if he's gonna, if he's gonna tweet out his his third grade spelling bee trophy, <laughs> <laughs> Randy still has not gotten you know, over that. I, I You're gonna, gonna go ahead and throw I, the Cy Young I, thing. I, in I there. threw him under the bus. Big I time, think you man. should. Every damn time now you come back. I have a feeling <laughs> this is gonna be a long oh, season yeah. for yeah. me. Oh yeah. I I I monitor you, Mike. I I check it. Oh, so now I have to be careful. Look over my shoulder. Better think twice when you start. He knows how to make his own. Bitmoji, so he can find you on Twitter and find yeah, this I'm, stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised. We he's got, a little more talented than you yeah, gave he's, credit he's hipper. for. Now, we got a lot to talk about today. We're <laughs> going to get to it's Bitmoji Day here at the ballpark, and we're getting our Bitmojis here. It turns out RJ already had his uh, made hey, himself. Well, hey. So he's a lot hipper, a lot hipper than Center, who we bring on and has no idea oh, what geez. to do. That's <laughs> like, for damn like sure. I'd like to see that Bitmoji. <laughs> we also are going to talk about last night's game, uh, talk about what's the most exciting play in baseball. We saw a steal of home last night. That's maybe a contender. Uh, Muhammad Ali passing away last night. We're going to have Nick Canepa call in. He wrote a great, great, a great piece on Muhammad Ali Beautiful. for the UT. We're going to have him call in and talk about those memories. Randy has some memories, too. You've met I, I had a chance to meet him in uh, New York. Yeah, so you met the champ, man. I the did. Greatest. So we're we gonna have, have we're we gonna have those stories. together. <laughs> that, that's we're gonna, awesome. We're gonna have those stories later, so don't miss it. But the biggest news that we're gonna get to right away today: James Shields yes. traded out of town, and we'll uh, we'll break down the deal. And we'll talk about you know if we like it or not as we go along. Let us know using hashtag PadresSH your thoughts on the deal. And we had a few people uh, tweeting at me already as the deal was going down today, some of their thoughts on it. So we're going to show some of those throughout the course of us talking, but make sure to chime in now and also jump on the chat that's happening live at Padres.com slash social hour as things uh, move along. So first things first, let me just break down what the deal is in case anyone has not been aware. Uh, so James Shields traded to the Chicago White Sox for Eric Johnson, the 26-year-old pitcher. He's been in AAA for them. He has pitched in the big leagues before. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., a 17-year-old uh, son of Fernando Tatis, uh, shortstop, potential third baseman. Uh, he is also coming along in the deal. And uh, James Shields has $56 million left if his contract plays out for the remaining time that he was signed for. The Padres have agreed to pay $29 million of those $56 million if Shields opts out after this season, which he has an option to in the contract, then the Padres will pay the commensurate amount for this year, but then they're off the hook right. 
if he opts out and goes somewhere That's else. That's the best uh, of, the, of all worlds. Yeah, right you, there. You're rolling the dice on that a little bit, I think. But, you know, you gotta, you got to believe. What you hope he'll pitch pretty well and opt out. That's what you're will. hoping. Yeah. And, and the Fernando Tatis Jr. thing, as long as the, the Padres face Chanho Park Jr., <laughs> then they're in great shape. <laughs> right. Do you remember that? Two grand slams yeah. in yeah. one yeah. inning. One inning. His dad hit off Channel Park. Yeah, so uh, hope, I mean, if, if Fernando Tatis Jr. ever has the opportunity and does hit two grand slams yeah. in an inning for the Padres, no matter off whom, then it's they win the be trade. A good deal. Yeah. Then they win the so, trade. So um, AJ Preller, general manager for the Padres, addressed the media earlier, and he said a lot of different stuff, and we've got some cuts from that. So uh, before we dive into it more with our opinions, uh, a big question heading into this season, you know, was last year uh, a mistake? Was it a misfire? Was this team going to be selling off all the assets as soon as possible? And he talked about uh, the thought process, really, of w- how we got to today and the move. So let's take a look or uh, take a listen at what AJ had to say about how we got to this James Shields deal. As we look at this, and we haven't been good enough. We haven't been good enough the last year and a half, you know, as a group, as a team, as an organization. And, um, you know, I think for us, it's, it's you know, we talk about it a lot, you know, it's really just building towards a, towards a championship level organization. I think when we, uh, you know, when we, when we went to last off season and, you know, we made the moves that we made, it was, you know, with the idea to see, we, we felt like we had some talent in there in the room. Uh, that we wanted to build around and you know and take a chance it wasn't you know necessarily that we were going and saying hey this is all in on this one year period it was more of a situation where it was hey let's see if we could take a shot and compete and contend and win knowing that if that didn't work out you know at a uh, at a point down the road you know we had the ability to you know to pump the brakes and, and go in a different direction and we were going to have some assets that were going to be attractive to to some other clubs so i think like we saw you know this off season you know we moved, we moved craig kimbrell to the red sox and and Benoit, I think, uh, you know, kind of a continuation. We started this year hoping of some things, uh, you know, looking at some things and saying, hey, if they all went in our direction, we really got off to a great start. You know, we look out and, and get to where we want to get to, which is a contending club. When you don't go down there, then you got to make decisions, and that's what, uh, what led to today. That's business. You yes. take a shot, you take a gamble, you fall on your face, you regroup. That's, I mean, for everyone, too, that's saying they're looking backward, you know, what a mistake it was signing Shields. What a mistake it was going all in last year and all this stuff. You know what? Whether you agree with that or not, it's all about what you do moving forward and keeping Shields here. I, I don't think he was opting out. A lot of people thinking, oh, the Padres should have kept him. He'll opt out at the end of the year. No, you he get wouldn't. that draft pick I, back. <coughs> He's making all this money. He's going to be 36 by the time the deal's over. Where's he going I'm, to try I'm and make sorry, more money man, than I, what he has I now? stay in Rancho Santa Fe. I wouldn't have it, gone anywhere. I wouldn't have gone anywhere. Look, I, I'm, well, I'm I concerned really because it's the White Sox, and it, for some reason it just brings me back to Jake Peavy. And, and I know that the, the, in the long run here, I mean, if you're going to trade a name pitcher like James Shields, I think you'd like to get something back in return, although they did it basically hopefully to save the money. You know, Jake Peavy went to the Chicago White Sox several years ago, and they got Clayton Richard and – I can't remember the any of the other guys. Well, it's, yeah, let's roll the you dice. How, how many how many times do those trades do that? They though? don't seem to work out you know, often enough. If you just you keep doing it, hey, sooner or later you're going to get lucky. Well, I, I know what you're Blind saying. Squirrel what? finds an acorn, man. That's all we got to do. <laughs> That's what you're. There, I mean, there's that element, but there's also the element of you take what the market gives you. If this was if he was fishing around, then Preller also said there were you know four or five teams that were in these talks. If this is the best you're going to get, would you rather take what they got? Or would you rather just wait out this contract, one that none of us think he was opting out of, and then you have these $56 million on your books for the next three years? And, and those are some of the tough decisions a lot of us we don't even think about, you know. And, and uh, 
you know, I think, you know, what he's making in, in the direction of the ball club, yeah, I don't think you can keep paying him $600,000 to start. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, but I think at the same time, and I think A.J. Preller kind of touched on it in his comments, the Padres went in one direction, and now they're hitting the brakes, and they're going in yeah. another direction. Well, yeah, they went, they went and, all and, in, and it didn't work. And any time you do that, your, your organization's going to look a little bit like a misfit. I yes. mean, and that's kind of how things are right now, and – you know, I guess you have to just take your pie in the face right now and, and hopefully, you know, move on and better days are ahead. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, it, Preller, <laughs> is that, is yes. that a, Preller, I mean, no, it's true. And I, that's why I'm, I'm OK with this deal. I like it yeah, because I'm, I have no problem. You know, James Shields was part of a of a move last year, an initiative last year to compete right away. And we've already seen a bunch of those guys, Upton, Kennedy, Kimbrell, they, they're gone. And for Shields to stay around, he builds culture. He's a great guy. We liked him. He's a good stand-up person. He eats up innings. But if you're going to eventually, and the feeling is now that this is the first of multiple moves on the way, if you're going to be doing a complete overhaul, yeah, take the pie in the face now and regroup and move forward. That's the way it is. He was very uh, cognizant, I saw, to not use the word rebuilding in that piece. He said building, which has been the phrase that ownership in the front office has been using. Uh, Cranky Ed tweeting in here, uh, looks like the rebuild is starting, call it whatever. Uh, good current situations untenable, looking forward to young talent. And no matter what phrase you want to use here, yes, I think there is you know, moving, pivoting, whatever in this new direction. I think that's the way the team and the organization it, There's got to go. be a few points. You've got to find out what you have. I mean, you know, in, in right now, you know, I'm not in a position to sit here on the couch and say the minor leagues are chock full of starting pitchers. Not, you know, I'm not really sure what we have down there right now, but I, I think eventually you're gonna, you might see a couple of them. I mean, you know, just through injuries. I mean, we've still got to wait for Ross to come back. Erland's out for the year. You know, and it's, so it's getting a little bit dicey. Now Shields is gone. I, uh, I look back, and, and I kind of wish that they hadn't have parted with everybody they parted with in the offseason. I wish they would have given what they tried last year a little longer to work. I know it's not my money. And I know it would have cost them a whole lot more to keep trying it. But I think they gave up on this all too soon. I mean, well, the to issue me is, I mean, yeah, Upton, I mean, those were free agents, Upton and Kennedy. Yeah, you had to I have given them. And the price time, tag we saw Kennedy get, would you have paid that for him to keep him here, RJ? No. No. So, I, I mean, it would have been a real shelling out. The, the flip side is we saw with the Mariners here a couple days ago, same thing. They went all in last year, fell on their faces, kept most of those guys, Cano bouncing back, Nelson Cruz, and now they're fighting for first place. You could say that would have been the result potentially if they <laughs> brought the gang back again, but that is a huge expense and a big gamble you've got to take, and if it doesn't work, then the you have these kind of contracts three years down the road that are saddling wrong, you. Randy. Go back 20, 25 years. Teams that bring in big-name players and then get rid of them for no-name players – those teams usually finish in fourth or fifth or sixth place for long periods of time, long stretches of time. Well, if you continue and, and that's to the do, thing that yeah. I don't like here is that do I see the end of the rainbow here if I'm a Padre fan? I mean, I'm trying to think as a Padre fan right now, this trade doesn't get me any closer to that pot of gold. All, all it does is you know, you're trying to free up some money down the road. I know. You know but what, what, what's, what's the key is coming up, and I, you know, I think in June and July, whether you talk about the international draft or our local draft, I mean, that's imperative. You've got to build yeah. from within. You want to build a you – know, and that's, that's the, what I'm excited about, and the Padre fans should be excited but about. But why would you be excited about something the direct, that they've failed the, at so miserably for the last decade? That, but, yeah, finally they're fixing That the blind I, squirrel's going to – No, I, I finally got excited that basically the pieces are all there – as far as front office and instruction and everybody's 
you know, pulling on the rope together. And that's the first time I'd seen it in 10 years in the spring. That may be true. And I'm excited about it. It also, it is, it's a new regime. And the weird thing is some of these guys that were draft picks of a former regime may end up still panning out. Right. So we just won't, so we just won't know. You can't put blame or anything on this weird straddling of the two different, uh, you know, drafting groups. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough to get excited now. But for people, it's either you're treading water or, you know, you drown and get resuscitated and start all over again. I it's, it's tough. I, I hate getting rid of good it's, players. It's I, I just do. I mean, you, the good players are hard to get. They cost a lot of money. But I just – I don't like getting rid players? of good players. What good players? What good players? Well, James I mean, Shields is saying I'm in this case. I'm listening. Upton. All right. K- Craig Kimbrell. I mean, these are good how, players. How are they doing in Boston and Detroit? Well – Have you checked? I not, really not, haven't. Not, not so good is you the should. answer. I know you good should, players. You should, Chris, shut up about it. I would take those guys. I would take those guys over a bunch of guys that I don't know who well, they are. The difference here too, and this this fan base has been burned by. We've heard of the big names before that have left and gone on to you know stardom and superstardom. Shields at least is definitely on that side of the hill for his career. So it's not like you're giving up on a 25 year old pitcher that may still turn in a couple Cy Young seasons. I'll be the first one to say, as, as far as this ball club, the thing that's disappointed me in the last 24 months has been the starting pitching. It just disappointed me. I thought they'd be a lot better, and they did. That hasn't panned out yet. I, I you see got the, one guy now. I see potentially there. You know, there, there's some. Yeah, yeah I know. one guy. One now. guy. Yeah, no, it's an issue. It, uh, Eric, Eric Johnson. The reason you leave like it because he's left-handed. You know, I know how you. You feel. too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seven shutout innings last night, two hits. You like I mean, that? yeah, you like very, it. Who very, doesn't like that? Very impressive. Um, in terms of uh, the guys that are coming in now, so Tatis Jr. is he hasn't made his pro debut yet. Uh, Preller says he's probably either going to the Arizona League or the uh, short season A in the Northwest League this summer. So we'll start seeing him in some pro ball uh, sooner rather than later. Eric Johnson could replace Shields in the rotation right away. Uh, not tomorrow. James was slated to start tomorrow. Andy Green says that'll be someone here from the bullpen, and depending how tonight's game goes. But Johnson could be thrust right into the starting rotation right away. So we Eric may, we Johnson and I go way back, right but away. I go way back with the, with the guitar guy who did close the <laughs> oh door. A, a different Eric Johnson. Yeah. different Eric Johnson. Yeah. Um, keep the tweets coming in at hashtag PadresSH, your thoughts on the trade. And I'm going to put a Twitter poll up right now. Take all the context you want, no matter what. We're going to boil it down. Do you like the trade, yes or no? Simple as that. You got to go one way or another? That's it, yeah. All right, then I'm going to say no. Okay. I like it. All right. Look it up at Mike Janella or search hashtag Padres SH. Are you happy with the James Shields trade? Yes or no? It's now on the internet, so go up ahead and vote for it. And now we'll see how this thing affects the franchise moving forward and if it's just the first of many dominoes. Well, there's three options, too. To I play. don't know. You can, you can tweet in. I don't know. No, you can't. Why not? Because I only said yes or no. It's already, Come on on. The, it's already out there, Andy. You can't take anything back once it's, <sighs> once it's on Twitter. He puts stuff up there like that. You've got to be careful. You've got to watch him. You've got to watch him. Fence. I, Get on I, top of the fence. I think, you know, I think another thing you have to consider just when you're trading big names like this mm-hmm. is what's going through the minds of the other big name players. Yes, Matt Kemp, Derek. No, I mean, whether they're good, they're bad, they're whatever, they're making money, they've got to figure they're looking over their shoulder wondering if they're the next to go. And I know you're going to say be a professional, go out there, do your job every day, and don't worry I about it. I wasn't going to say but that. But that's hard to do. I was going to say get over it. Okay. In other words, very similar. Yeah. It's the same play. thing. Jeez. No, it's true. It's a fair <laughs> question to ask. And you these said guys, what I'm going to say. That's what I said. It's get the over same it. thing. Yeah, no, know. and like with this may be the first of many moves still to come. And, yeah, I mean, you, you're looking over your shoulder, I'm sure, the whole time. And that this is certainly – a little bit of a warning bell for those guys that may be on the block. And a lot of people out there, too, you got to remember, you know, this, you know talk, the, 
the Shields talks have been going on for two or three weeks. Yes. I mean, it wasn't last Wednesday that, you know, Ron Feller got mad at Shields. The next thing you know, he's gone. Yeah, Preller yeah, made no sure to, to no make that known. That. This was uh, 10 you know. days ago he said the White Sox first contacted yeah. him about Shields. True. So nothing to do about uh, all the comments that we heard from earlier this week. So this has been uh, quite a while in the making, and now we'll see. This is uh, maybe day one of a new Padres era that has dawned. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> a new day. We a shall new see. era is dawning. Yeah. I guess that we can uh, be excited about. Mike, you, Mike, you just haven't been here long enough. Uh, well, <laughs> we is, have. Era's debut this a lot is, around here. To bring some that's new optimism to you guys. But that's bring the problem is that eras keep Are debuting, you? and <clears throat> for the Padre fan, I think yeah. it's frustrating. It is, and because you have so. to think for Preller and his crew, to them, same thing. This is us starting. Why don't you take a break? and we'll explain it to you. Okay? Yeah, all right, appreciate it. <laughs> can you fit it in two minutes while yeah, we're gone? Is yeah, can you give me the I really version? <laughs> we're gonna come back after Randy gives me my history lesson, and I'll talk about uh, last night's game. It was actually a positive game last night. A lot Very of good nice. stuff to talk about. So don't go far. Before that, I want to remind you that the first Wayback Wednesday postgame concert here at Petco Park is coming up June 8th after the 1240 Padres game against the Braves. Stay afterward for a live DJ set by DJ Snoopadelic presented by Budweiser. Get your tickets today at Padres.com slash promotions. Beautiful day out there. We're going to come back and keep talking some Padres baseball. Don't go far. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. 7-10 tonight's first pitch as the Padres look to take a series from the Rockies. Game 2 on the way. We've got a good crowd here at the team store here inside the Western Metal Building. Randy Jones signing autographs, kissing babies, shaking yeah. hands, and commercial breaks. Yeah, Madison's doing a good job yeah. delivering baseballs. That's I love good. it. Yeah, this is, this, is, uh, this is always nice when we have RJ here. It feels like the Beatles at Chase Stadium. I love it. Um, the poll uh, right now, are you happy with the James Shields trade? 70 to 30 percent. Yes. Yes. Of course People you are. are happy with it. So, of course uh, you are. Why? I mean, you, there's a lot of ways you can look at all this stuff, guys. You know, I, hey, guys two and seven has won two ball games. Yeah. Okay, I mean, if you want to you Looper wants me to wait and put this tweet out in it's like five years. It's a dumb question. They you, once traded well, you. Exactly. They once you traded you to the New York Mets, and Alex, they got 11 Alex hits. Padilla. Yeah, no, 11 hits is what they got out of that trade. Is that what it was? That's all they got. Yeah, two combined players. One two never played players, for the Padres, and one went 11 hits. 11 hits. So, so I would be, almost take blunt. the two I, wins. I, you would have given them two wins. I mean, I would take the deal. Padres about to get the better end of that deal, man. I don't know. With my arm, it was pretty bad. That and time. I'll give Blooper this. Any baseball trade, this isn't the NBA where you trade a first-round pick and the guy can start right away. It That's will take fair. a while, but when you take this opportunity, it's the opportunity. Are you okay with taking this gamble? Yeah, it, the, the and it's overwhelmingly a, that's a yes. Question. Well, the common that's, sense of it. Hey, just, I have to say, I have the same characters on Twitter. I only have 140 yeah. characters. And, you, you it might actually be a smarter gamble than what Melvin Upton Jr. tried last night. That didn't seem like a very smart gamble <laughs> when he took off, but once he made that slide back into home plate, man, that was sweet. <laughs> All right, that. let's get to uh, last night's game good, and uh, quickly just to put a, a, a bow on that trade. Uh, the open roster spot now that Shields uh, vacates. Kevin Quackenbush called back up from AAA for tonight's game. And when we're thinking now tomorrow's a bullpen day for the starter, that will help uh, fortify the arm Kay. situation. So Quack uh, is back Maybe uh, Quack is now. starting the game. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll have to you wait and start see. start anybody we'll against the Rockies how tonight's, when they come how tonight's here because game they goes. can't hit here. Uh, and again, keep letting us know using hashtag PadresSH your thoughts on the Shields trade, anything else we may get to on the show. A lot of people uh, tweeting in already. And, uh, yeah. Keep the thoughts coming. All right, last night, 
Good win. Oof. Padres five and two against the Rockies now this year, and Drew Pomeranz. I mean, he's he's your ace now, no doubt about it. There's no in doubt. The rotation. Is he going to? Is he your All Star? Right. I mean, that's it. Right. Who else is going to make the All Star team? Do you After have that home one? plate steal last night, everyone was saying you think we want to see Melvin in the All Star game. game? Well, Kim, Kim's got so. 14 bombs. Uh, I mean, it's, it's possible. Hmm? I think Pomeranz might be your only guy right now. I well, hope that might. they get more because they're playing in San Diego. But yeah, you got to look at where no the team is in the standings. No. Rodney, I think, appearance. is the front runner in the clubhouse now. If Pomeranz keeps pitching like this, then yeah. Well, Rodney getting... hasn't had a save opportunity. Somebody tweeted Jesse Agler, I think, tweeted yeah, this out the that double he's like, back like in Chicago. nine appearances. Yeah. But every time, every time he does come out, he's throwing zeros up. That's so not, that's not pretty, though. Um, all right, let's get to let's get to that play you mentioned. It was the Melvin Upton Jr. steal of home, and I could I mean I could watch this play on a loop forever because <laughs> uh, he took he took off and he just jets for home, and it's I mean you could see if you're looking for the small things. Halfway down, he kind of starts fading to the left because he knows that tag's coming to avoid it. And then he puts that, that slap on home plate. Uh, he avoids the tag with one arm, slaps the plate with the other. I mean, this is just a thing of beauty. Uh, I mean, amazing. What else can you say? That was, a, that was a work of art. Second best one I've ever seen. Yeah. RJ, second, your, your, phone's, second, your phone's quacking here. I think you've got to put this thing on vibrate. <laughs> I got a duck. You have over yeah. here. <laughs> got some live texts coming in. Uh, but no, watching Melvin, I mean, just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Best and was, one I ever saw was best one I ever saw was last year San Diego State as a college game, but in the NCAA regionals, bottom of the eighth of a three-three tie, Ooh. on a three-two count with two outs, Stephen Polaris of the Aztecs stole home. The pitch was just high for ball four. He snuck in under the tag. That's the most beautiful steal of home I've ever seen. A three-two pitch. Was that's he going to wind up? That's some guts. Pitcher was he, did he wind up or come? Pitcher up? went out of the windup, and that's why he took yeah. off. Yeah, then that's exactly what you saw last night too. I mean, a funky windup, but also just not paying attention. Right, no. wasn't Melvin peeking kept, over, Melvin, holding yeah, him. He, he kept seeing, he, you know, so when he kept inching off, inching off. All of a sudden, he goes, man, I'm this far down. i got to go. Might as well. Uh, Andy know. Green after the game saying that Melvin, a uh, little bit of, of Neo, a little Matrix action out there. Let's see what Andy had to say about that play. Yeah, there's tons of athleticism there. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those plays that's incredibly smart when it works out. Uh, and uh, it was really well executed on his part and uh, happy Drew didn't swing. Uh, Melvin's done everything we could possibly ask him. I like to say, like, I called that. I knew exactly what was going on. Uh, not at all. Uh, there's, there's actually that moment of anxiety because you got Drew Pomeranz at the plate, and you, nobody's told him not to swing the bat. So uh, when he came home, uh, I was just glad Drew didn't swing. And uh, heck of a slide, huh? Almost Matrix esque. That's what I thought, though, about the swing. How did Drew Pomeranz know not well, to swing? He was yelling at it. Melvin said after the game he was yelling oh, down the line. Screaming. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, swing. Don't swing. Okay, well, all right. Here I come. Yeah. Because and, you go, and you wonder why he's going out to look. Yeah, it's I more do. for self-preservation that's than right. scoring the run, don't maybe. Swing. But that's why I go back to that college kid steal because that was a 3-2 pitch. Had that been strike three, the kid would have had to swung. Swing. That's crazy. So that's why that one was crazy. Yeah, a degree of difficulty is certainly high, uh, very high. Everyone on Twitter, as it happened, uh, most exciting play in baseball. We just saw a straight steal of home. Got me to thinking, and I tweeted this. Uh, what do you guys think? Every, was it Hank Aaron said the triple's the most exciting play in baseball inside the park home run, a steal of home like that. What do you got? What's your, what's your pick oh, for most man. exciting play? I think I think all are the most exciting. Because I've got mine. 
You see, I've given up the inside the park home run. I wasn't that excited. <laughs> you didn't like that too much. <laughs> I don't think that was that You've much backed fun. up third many times on the triple. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so that's fun. no good. That's a negative. That's no good. Uh, nobody's ever stolen home. I'm going with stealing home. Yeah? Straight yeah. steal a home? I, think I mean, steal it's a straight home. steal, though, you know. Yeah, in this day and age, I think it is a steal a home. I mean, I remember Rod Carew used to get 780 a year. So it wasn't that big of a deal no. maybe in the 70s. But, but you know what? That may age. be the only steal of home that's, there is in baseball this year that's Rod, a straight steal. Rod Crew never had a hitting slump. Because, I mean, if he was 0 for 7, I mean, he, he was so good at talent leading off, he just laid down a bunt and base hit. I mean, he, just, he did it all the time. I watched that time and again. And it was just amazing. Yeah, hey, you've got to know your did. skill set. And, yeah, and take advantage of golly, it. Golly, but, you know, you talk about Melvin Upton and what he's done this year and that, you know, getting key hits, you know, playing a great left field. And, you know, hey, hey he's really – he's coming to his own. i got to give him a thumbs up because I, really I didn't do. expect it. I a lot really of people did didn't. I did, just to pat myself on well, the I back. Mean, but I, he's had a very good season. I, like I see, just spending time with him in spring training, talking to him on the bench during the games and everything and where his attitude was and how hard he was working. I was really impressed with the young kid. That maybe he got out of the shadow of his brother and, and left field was his to lose. There's that, and there it, was him being that, healthy. There was that, him starting just, a season fresh. And that just, yeah, this fired him up. He was fired up, and I, I love what I've seen. That, yeah, between really the good. two walk-off homers and that steal of home, he's got arguably the three most trademark moments of I the mean, season. And a third walk-off home and run and that and just wasn't quite right. a home yeah. run. Now that, we're, now that we're out of May, you know, Kemp, you know, we'll, we'll probably see something now. <laughs> now that we're in June, we're in hopefully. June. You know, but as far as our outfield, you look at it with, you know, with Jay in center and, and Melvin Upton, what he's doing. Jay I mean, almost broke a hey, record Jay's last been red hot. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty happy with our games. outfield and what they're doing. My I an- like it. My answer, by the way, most exciting play, I love it when there's a runner on third, speedy runner, fly ball to right field, good arm and right. Tagging up at third. Everyone's waiting. Oh, that's good. Play at the plate. You see, because you have time to wait for it. The steal of home last There's night, if you were tweeting, if you were Snapchatting, getting ice cream, whatever, Melvin's halfway down. You don't know what's going on. The anticipation, exactly. I love getting excited for it. You know, here comes the yeah. matchup. And then seeing if, uh, I'll take it. if the I'll throw's take it. online, if the guy beats him. That's love good. It. I'll love take it, it another little step, but I love when you see a great right fielder wind up from, like, the track. And try to throw a guy out at third. No, like man. Dave Parker, That's not Andre bad. Dawson, no. Roberto Dave Clemente, Winfield. Winfield could do it. Man, when those guys in right field unleash, and that's really something similar to what you're saying. Yeah. I, that's an exciting thing. You know, kind of because you mean, know, like when I was playing, you know, I'd get pretty fired up and somebody, if it, you know, Winfield's playing right and I get fly, sacrifice, fly to right, I knew we had a chance. <laughs> you know, I'm backing up, but we got a chance. But, you know, Johnny Grubb's out there playing right field. <laughs> yeah, don't take a shot at <laughs> you know, Johnny Grubb. I'm sorry. Crabby, but you know it's one. It's one nothing, guys. Hey, you're gonna, call him, like, gonna call him like well, a CM, right, RJ? Johnny Grubb might have let off the inning with a hit and gotten you a run no, earlier. Just so you know, that sacrifice fly. Sacrifice flies not just stopping. on that on that one instance. Blooper, you got something. Stealing a home run, the best play, my favorite play in sports. Mike Trout oh, so last leaping year. over the wall yeah, for the most exciting. yeah. Mike Same Trout thing because you can see the ball, you get the anticipation. Can he track it down? Can yeah. he time yeah. the lead? It's still at home. Like still home. There's no anticipation. It, it's a snap it, of a it, finger. It, yeah, it's there. If we didn't have replay in, in TV, we would have all missed it last <laughs> night. Yeah, I mean, we. Um, it was one of those things. I I caught him about halfway down the line. I'm like, wait, well, what? Like, what's he doing? Yeah, what's he doing? It was, it was great. a great call by Dick Enberg on the TV. I, I don't know. I don't know if you heard the radio or the TV. I was watching the game, and I, Dick Enberg caught it immediately. And just made a great call. Yeah, I heard Jesse's like, radio call afterward. Him, too. Give credit to them really both for being on it. Because that's an easy play to sound like an idiot on if you don't know it's because coming you're not out expe- Because yeah. you're not expecting it. Exactly. But, no, yeah. it was great. So uh, let us know. Most exciting play in baseball, what you think it is. Again, hashtag PadresSH. Uh, we have the poll going still. Uh, are you happy with the James Shields trade? 
it's uh, still pretty much where it was before. 69% yes, 31% no. So still an overwhelmingly favorite people. Of course, a three-run like homer in the bottom of the first for a quick 3 nothing lead is an exciting play for the home team like last night, too. Well, especially the Take those. Yeah, but it, the, the steal of home was still what everybody was talking about. Nobody after remembers the, the three-run homer, the right? Three run homer. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, and all Pomerantz did is go seven to two-hit shutout baseball. Hey, you guys want to steal home three run? He almost had a no hitter. Yeah, shout out to Palmer. Oh, come no, on, yeah, he, he had a hell of a game, I and mean, he's going to need more of them now that he's the ace you know. of this staff. And Arenado hit a little dribbler. That was the only hit they had till the sixth inning. How about Arenado snap on the bench? I like that. Yeah, after the Kemp. Yeah, that was a fastball. Cool. He went Ron Fowler on that <laughs> team. That was awesome. Kemp, 458 feet. There's Arenado. A little yeah. emotion. Come on. I love it. It was great, man. I like the emotion. You kidding me. You know I what? When you're, when you're one of the best players in the game, period, you have the license to get after your teammates hey, like that. What's perfect, though, is Arenado's airing out the pitchers yelling at Hundley. <laughs> hey, you go, tell, you go tell them what I got to say. That, that's yeah. what I mean. That's good. Yeah. I mean, they all hurt him. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, guys. Does it's it help you win games when guys do that, though? It can. It can make a difference. You think? Yeah. I mean, to me, like, I loved what Ron Fowler had to say this week, but then the team went out and lost a huge ball game. Arenado airs everybody out last night. It didn't do him a, a bit of good. Nobody hit, got a hit after that. It still no. comes down to the execution. I mean, you still this is like football where the, the adrenaline can make yeah. the game change. This is still a game you have to contain and, and harness yourself. Uh, but it was, it was fun seeing a guy of his caliber really get after him yeah. uh, like that. Um, we're going to have Nick Canepa calling in, in the next segment talking about Muhammad Ali. That Beautiful. was announced during the game last night. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure we'll have some amazing stories from the greatest. Uh, before that, we want to remind you that on Tuesday, June 7th, zombies are descending on Petco Park for Zombie Day. We have the bobblehead here on set. We got it yesterday. It's going to be a good one to take home. Purchase a special theme game ticket package to catch the game against the Braves at 710 and get a limited edition Padres-themed zombie bobblehead. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. We're going to be back right after this. Don't go far. You're watching Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back here to Padres Social Hour. It's Andrew Kashner taking the hill for the Padres tonight against Chad uh -oh. Bettis for the Rockies. 7-10 first pitch. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, though, uh, last night, sad news, uh, Muhammad Ali, the greatest, the champ. Uh, passing the away. Champ. It was announced, confirmed during the game last night. They had a nice tribute uh, on the big board, uh, the famous picture of him standing over Sonny Liston, which the incredible thing, if you look at that video, his arm snaps in like a second, but that photo captured it perfectly. Maybe the greatest sports picture ever taken. And now on the line, joining us on the Cholula Hotline to talk about that, a man who uh, joins us every Monday here, but who wrote a, a brilliant piece for the UT about Muhammad Ali. It's Nick Canepa. Nick, how are you? How's everything going? Uh, we're doing good, Nick. Hey, great piece in the paper, though. Nice job. Oh, thank you. Uh, you guys over the James Shields trade? Or? It's uh, so nice to see that somebody can still write a great story. That really was something, Nick. I mean, I read it twice, and it just hit, hit emotions. Beautiful job. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Coming especially from a writer. I'm having a hard time hearing you, Nick. Can you say that again? Especially coming from a writer. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, no, it's called uh, Ali Was Magic. That was the headline. That's all that had to say. And uh, I'm going to read your, your lead here. Uh, Muhammad Ali is dead, but he did not die. That would be impossible. 
I think transcendence is the one word I think of whenever I think of Muhammad Ali. And you're speaking to someone who was too young to remember him ever in, in a fight. Uh, Nick, I think he just transcends generations. He transcended the sport. He transcended sports in general. Uh, what's the biggest takeaway when someone mentions his name to you? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, uh, what comes to my mind is that this was the most famous human being in the world. Right. And, and he was probably the most famous human being until the day he died. I think if Ali had gone to the, to the darkest places on earth, they would have known who he was. I mean, he was, you know, he was, could not be duped. I mean, we'll never have another Ali. Uh, and I find it fascinating that, you know, in the world of top guests that, that nobody's even tried because they knew they couldn't do it. I mean, he, he was just totally unique, and and he was much more, so much more, he was a great fighter. Was he the greatest fighter who ever lived? Maybe not. I, I don't think he was better than Chip Ray Robinson, but he was a great fighter. But he was more than that. He was the greatest self-promoter. He wasn't a bad. He wasn't a bad promoter either, Nick. Yeah. You know him and him and Howard Cosell. You remember? You remember all the hours of TV that we watched, and <laughs> and that was great stuff. But I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head though when you, you know, Muhammad Ali might really been the first world-renowned athlete. I mean, all over the world. Yeah, I mean, this, and this the man, modern athlete this now. This man was amazing. Chatting, promoting time. himself, being man. you know, working with the media and the kids. Uh, Nick, we're gonna we're gonna let you go. For those who want to read it, you can just I mean, Google Canapa Ali. It'll pop up in the first thing. Uh, last question for you, Nick. If you had to pick one fight for people to watch, one Ali fight, which one would you pick? Oh, it'd be the thrill in Manila. It would be it no would doubt. Be an incredible fight. No doubt. The closest incredible. he ever he said that was the closest I ever was to death. Yeah. yeah, and he won. And yeah, he, yeah. and he won that, that tells fight. you a lot. Great All stuff. right, Nick, thanks so much for calling in. We'll see you on Monday. Okay, take care. Of Great yourself. job, Nick. Appreciate it, Nick. Now, uh, don't even tell people if they want to read that story. Need to Please read, read that story. Man. And that's some writing. Yeah, and Nick's not the only one. It was just amazing seeing all the people, the contemporaries of his, all the stuff they've had to say in the media over the last uh, twelve so hours. It's been just great and. Go, if you've never seen anything, Ali, documentaries, interviews, fights, YouTube. go, go watch them. Yeah, yeah that's all do it. It is just pretty funny. Some of them are good, really good. Now, you, now Randy, <laughs> you, were, I mean, you were in the prime of your athletic career, sort of at the same time he well, was. In the, yeah, you know, remember watching Take us him back and, to and what it was like in well, the time. It, yeah, it was great. I mean, just watching him and all the fights and, and, and all the hype when, when, when they announced one of his fights. 1975 was, was the thrill in Manila, you know, same time you were right. winning about the Cy Young. You know, it was amazing. And I think it was back in 81 when I, I was actually living in New York and we did a little we did a, some kind of sports thing at uh, Studio 54 and Muhammad Ali was there and I was there it was an off day so I was there helping wow. promote and it was great just to talk to him a little bit and just a great guy next time somebody asks hey I'll give you a time machine where do you want to go I'm punching in 1981 Studio 54 Randy Jones and Muhammad Ali that's a scary thought where else know, would you rather be I don't know if you survive, good for you. Wow. <laughs> you made it. You made it. That's well, let me put it this way. We got out of there late that night. That's, <laughs> That's exciting. Or yeah. early the next day, That's depending yeah. how you put it, right? Yeah. Nobody, uh, I don't think anybody would ever forget if they had met the champ. Oh, I mean, you just no would. Way. No, he was what the an, greatest. What an opportunity. It's the way you go to, like, any college dorm every, every year, and the freshmen still have the Bob Marley posters. Like, he transcends generations. Same thing for Ali. I don't care if you never saw him fight live like I did. He's just someone you know. You get no. it. And when you look back at the fights and just his bravado, the swagger, I mean, he, he transcends everything. Yeah, one show. Maybe we'll have to do that. 
bring back some brings back some memories, some pretty good stories. But I'll I'll save them for another day. Story time with RJ. Sign me up. <laughs> Nick Canepa calling in on the Cholula hotline. That could and be interesting. Make sure to uncap real flavor with Cholula <laughs> hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap for that. and the <laughs> official <laughs> hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Do we have to change the TV rating for that Whoa. show? depending how much RJ wants to get into. (laughs) When we come back, we've got a very fun surprise for all of us, including me. So don't go far. This is Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Tonight at Petco Park, it's Bitmoji Day. We've been having some fun here. Is Chris Ello trying oh, to no, make his own make right now? <laughs> Welcome back here inside the AMR studio. Uh, Bitmoji, if you're not familiar, it's basically uh, a cartoon caricature you can make of yourself that you can then insert in text messages. I just it's gave like myself a whole to bunch of level. hair, too. I <laughs> love <Did> you. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing I've noticed with Bitmoji. It's the only way I'm going to get some. <laughs> Everyone always has a little bit more hair, and they're a little bit thinner. Yeah, I've noticed in their Bitmoji. Uh, now, uh, I've used my own in the past that I've made. RJ, you've actually made your own. We mentioned at the top of the show. I made it. And you just tweeted an example out. This is the one you made of yourself. Yep. Fro in full effect. Big hair. I <laughs> like it. Got the fro. A round of applause from I could, the, I was the looking for a, I was looking for a bigger nose and just couldn't find and it. Couldn't it find, they couldn't give it to you. you know, I was working on it, man. <laughs> I was working on it. That's good. Well, good uh, Tom, Thomas Higdon, a member here of the Padres, he's been working on it too. And this is the guy, if you come to the park tonight or you see any of this on social media, they made bitmojis of all the Padres. This will be everything uh. up on the video board. This guy, I mean, the work he does, it is, it's five-star. I've seen a bunch of them. They're great. He had the time and did us the favor to make Bitmoji for us. So these are out of our hands. This, we can't give ourselves any extra positive attributes. This was somebody else coming for us. I have not seen these yet. Ooh. So we are going to see what uh, Tom sent our way. We're going to start with you, RJ. We've seen the one you did for yourself. Whoa. Pretty good. The crafty lefty. Oh, that's man. looking like you, man. He put you in game, in game even, gear. He even got me in the Rawlings glove. Good job. Yeah, man. very <laughs> nice. <laughs> good job. That was Supporting great. the right Something. company. Yeah. That's very crucial. good. Very that's good. Crucial. All right. Now we'll take a look at Chris's. Ooh. Avocado time. Oh, just like because that. of my barbecue. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That was Memorial they asked Day. They my number one yeah. thing I would have at a barbecue, and I said guacamole, and they got all over my case for that. Why? Thank you. Are you Ribs. Have you ever had my guacamole? Hamburgers. Well, so know. much, so much yeah, stuff you'd pick up. Maria's had my guacamole. Yeah, yeah, she knows of what I yeah, talk. Yeah, we, we've been to his house, you know, for barbecue, and that was the first thing we got is guacamole. It's sweet. Doesn't mean it's right. Yes, it does. <laughs> Great fit mochi, though. <laughs> Avocado time. All right, now a uh, blooper has one made. Let's Ooh. see what this one is. Blooper. Ah, it's a good one. Yeah. Hey, ice cream Sunday. So Sunday spelled incorrectly, which we learned blooper didn't know that that's not how you spell an ice cream Sunday until a couple days ago. I thought that's they would have a shot of blooper celebrating uh, Blash's first home run. Oh, the, uh, the near home run. The yeah, the dancer. Home run. If Bitmoji were animated, that would be a, a viable yeah. option. But it had yeah. his Bills shirt. Are you happy with yours, Blooper? It's got your tattoos and everything. That's good. Mine's awesome. A little on the slender side, though. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be a little, <laughs> little bigger. That's a skinny. Uh, you earn that, though, Bloop. Uh, you earn that. It's after funny. you eat all that ice cream. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's how he looks at Come yeah. on, let's see Mike. Yeah. Come on. Let's all right. Talk. Yeah, the moment we've all been waiting for, I'm sure. All right, Mike. Let's see mine. <laughs> All right. That is classic. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, big boy, oh, right that's there. That's great. 
And you mentioned that on the top of the show. That's how good of a speller are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you great? I was the third grade champ. Third grade yeah. champ. Yeah. I was. He, I was the man. Was, I honestly worked. He was with, good then. I honestly worked with a guy announcing a ball game last week in Albuquerque who finished twelfth in the national spelling bee. That's pretty good. Yeah, we did way up there. Yeah, I don't know. No, I never made it to a, a national level. You never got to the national. No, no. I was happy with my trophy. You got so the yeah. trophy. Yeah. That was great. Uh, Tom Higdon, thank you again so much. Those were that all was great. awesome. Tom Those, did a good those job. were great. And I will be uh, putting mine out later. Thank on you for putting media some for hair on my head. That was <laughs> all right. I'll take I can, it. I can see a social those hour t-shirt coming out of that. Ooh, yeah. that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I like it. Just walking around with blooper on your chest. Imagine that. Those are gonna sell like hotcakes. I put him on the back. Yeah. <laughs> and flip on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Good businessman. Uh, thanks again, Tom. And for those of you who see all the Padres once tonight again, that's Tom Higdon doing the great work. Uh, they all look amazing. I'm excited for you guys to see him tonight as well. <laughs> Enjoy America's favorite pastime with your pooch by your side in a new backyard-inspired setting at Petco Park. The Barkyard, presented by Petco, features six semi-private, dog-friendly viewing areas in left center field. Each area accommodates up to four people and two dogs. Pricing starts at $100 for each viewing area. For more info and tickets, visit Padres.com slash Got to scout that out. Have you scouted that out yet? I've been out there. It looks what? awesome. Really? It's great. I yeah. got to get out Yeah, there check it out. That. We'll talk some more when we come back. This Where is Padres is Social Hour. You, your dog's usually everywhere with you. Yeah, We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. We're back and getting you set for tonight's 7-10 first pitch between the Padres and the Rockies game two. Welcome back here to the team store. Fresh off our new emojis. Those are, those We're are all exciting. Emojis now, he might be doing this all night now. You know? <laughs> yeah, now that we got Chris like, hooked. Yeah. One for well, first of all, wife. I can't even find an avocado see on you, here. You see your dog. That's when you get them custom made. Custom you get these extra nice little sweet. touches. Yeah, yeah this is next sweet. level bitmojiing. Yeah, I love so. big emojis. Thank you again, yeah. Tom Higdon, for I'm, those. I'm really happy. I'm really No, they came out Just great. think if I would have said, like, barbecued ribs number one, then I'd be holding barbecued no, ribs. No, no, All right, no. sauce in the mouth. I get the avocado, but she were years from San Diego. And yeah, you got you to gotta teach me. You have to this was the argument I had with him on the morning. Exact argument. Let's get to tonight's lineup, presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. We've got uh, John Jay in center, Will Myers at first, Matt Kemp batting third in right field, then it's Solarte playing second base tonight, Melvin Upton Jr. in left, Brett Wallace at third base, Derek Norris catching, Alexei Ramirez at shortstop, and Andrew Kashner making the start on the hill. That now takes us to our Supercuts head-to-head challenge, and yesterday the couch finally got one over on Blooper. Man. They had John Jay, who got himself another hit. That's uh, 10 in three nights now. That's which amazing. Is, he's one he's short of the Padre record. Tearing it up. But Blooper still has a 10-point lead. So now, Chris, it's down to you to uh, try and trim that to single digits. You're 2-3 and three against Blooper this year. But tonight, Blooper has the first pick. He's gone Will Myers three nights in a row. What? Will, the will the streak continue? It will not. Okay. <laughs> Who gets the uh, pick Matt instead? Kemp. He hit that ball really far yesterday. He hit it really, really far. Really far. Uh, here, according to the Petco measurements, 458 feet, the farthest home run in Petco Park history. And nobody will remember that. it. Because of what? The home the run? Steal a home. home. Yeah. The well, steal a home. Hey, we're trying to remember All right, fine. I'll go with Will Myers. Oh, I Ooh. like that. I like that. I like I'll throw that. it back at him. I like that. Ooh, 
A little taste of his own medicine, oh, potentially. This, this wow. really Probably not. Probably Man, really good. Ello gets one bit moji and thinks he's all hot stuff now. Look at that. I like it a lot. All right, so it'll be uh, Will Myers versus Matt Kemp at tonight's Supercuts head-to-head challenge, trying to get that lead of bloopers <laughs> down to single digits. I will be walking around Petco tonight with an avocado. If anybody wants to come <laughs> over, say hello anytime you like. Come on up. All right, look for Avocado I'll Man. I'll sign your Avocado. <laughs> avocado Man. <laughs> avocado Man. Chris Ello. Excellent. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to wrap up what's been, I think, a pretty fun episode. Don't you agree? I love it. This it's is fun. Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. We're heading to the finish line here on this episode. Tomorrow we're back at 4.30 with Bill Center and Derek Togerson. 4.30. Yeah. Sunday game. Sunday evening game. Yeah, they're marathon yes. uh, tomorrow during the day. So If Kashner gives up time. 10 runs tonight, does that mean he gets traded next week? Is that how they're going to Trying to it? establish a pattern here? <laughs> I, you know <laughs> what? I, I just don't want him to give up I, 10 runs. I just, I just don't want to find out. Yeah, I don't want to okay, find please. that out either. Come on. It's been, I mean. He's uh, due for a, a, not just a good game, but one that he kind of finishes off. How about slam the door? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. the frustrating thing we've been waiting for all season, right, is his numbers, they've been the same as last year. We don't want the same. Yeah, we want more. Like, we want that next level. You guys, that's what's been frustrating me. I think there's so much more ability. When, you know, we see it all spring, you know, but it hasn't has, has showed up here you know, in the season. This is a team up. to do it against, too, because Colorado yeah. can't hit at sea level. They never hit well here. and. I think they've lost 12 out of 16 and, ball and, games. And I don't so think we have really, you know, when we talk about getaway days and we scuffle on getaway. Usually yeah. Sunday's a getaway day. I know our record's not that good on Sunday. we got to turn that around. Yeah, win tonight, a win tomorrow. Sweep would be nice. Yeah, that yeah. would be good. Uh, we'll be sending those out, those uh, bitmojis of us here in a little bit. So That's make good. sure to give those a good uh, retweet and a like. And, uh, yeah, enjoy tonight's game. And, uh, yeah, new, new era, a post-James Shields era. <laughs> Good luck in Chicago, James. Thanks, everybody, for watching. This is Padre Social Hour.